years, we also had a cleaning franchise that we took. We took it over. It was really poorly performing, had 30 clients, built it up to 300. And then I sold both of those businesses in 2009. I was ready for a change. And I became a business broker, helping other people sell their businesses and buying businesses and all that sort of stuff around that, which is where I found one of the businesses that I currently own. And I'm a retailer. We have a couple of shoe stores and sort of the quick quick journey there is that I bought the one store, which was doing really well. And then we opened, we bought another store and then we opened a third store and then we closed the second store because it was suffering. And, you know, we had made a move and all sorts of stuff. And one of the things with entrepreneurship is that you got to be good with the risks and the rewards. And sometimes there's awesome rewards and sometimes there's some pretty big hits. And that was a big hit for us. You know, right. there's a lot of lessons learned sure. in some of these things as we go through the entrepreneurial journey. But through that journey of 27 years to where I'm at now, and you know, um, I've got a couple of other businesses, including one that is on hiatus because of COVID, where we convene everybody for these big liquidation shows mm. and stuff. Well, I can't in Ontario where I live, we still can't convene a whole bunch of people in a given spot. So from that perspective, it's been on hiatus for the sure. last two years, and you know, lots of different things, but. One of the things that I've done always is I've had a great team around me, which allows me to look at these side hustles, which allows me to introduce some of the stuff we'll talk about today, but, and also allows me to do my coaching, which is, sure. spent, which is what I'm spending majority of my time on these days, talking on my entrepreneurial, simplifying entrepreneurship podcast, talking to people like you and, mm -hmm. and actually coaching leaders and entrepreneurs in their businesses. You know, it's funny that what that you you say a few of those things, but you know, you talk to people about becoming an entrepreneur and 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 I know as a business broker, you have ran into so many people that were were serial W2 employees and you're going, "Hey, this is not as hard as you think. You can do this. Here's it's probably some franchises that you you were selling and and uh business in a box. Hey, they help you out. I'm here to help you out. That kind of thing. I had one of my friends uh today this morning I'm I'm taking my kids to the dentist and he calls me while they're in the dentist and he goes, "Man, I'm thinking about uh you know, going on my own and he's an electrician. And I go, "That's that's great cuz I, you know, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur fan. I'm like, it's great, man." You know, and he's uh He's probably 36, 37. Yep. And I said, uh, he goes, but I'm just really scared. I was like, well, yeah, that's my, my podcast is burn the ship. It, the reason it's called <laughs> burn the ship is you have to burn the ship. Like yeah. it, there's no going back. So you either do it all the way or you don't do it at all. Uh, and he goes, it's, it's just, it's just real nerve wracking. I said, I can understand that. I said, I, in, in my experience, the nerve wracking part wasn't starting it. Uh, to me, it was, the the bumps along the way in that first year, two years, that a lot of things, little things could put you out of business. But really, the thing that I told him is, is listen, what the only thing that really, truly can put you out of business more than anything is yourself and not going to work every day, not having a great attitude and just I'm successful because I never quit. That is that is literally my 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 success uh, you know uh medicine is i just i kept coming in i kept coming in i kept doing i kept pounding i said so at the end of the day if you've got the work go do it i said you can start out half part-time you can you can do some side gigs on the weekend see if it's something you want to do that's the beautiful thing about you know the, the the service industry is you can dip your toe in the water so i i it, there's things that you can't explain as an entrepreneur until it just happens. Uh, so the field teaches you more than any other person can ever teach you. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a great journey. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've been there doing the service businesses. I mean, I could tell you in the cleaning business, we focused on 
on on bathrooms mm. and we'd go into restaurants and retail and all that sort of stuff i have scrubbed more sinks toilets and urinals than everybody listening to this podcast today <laughs> combined in their entire life and i probably did it in one year uh, uh, but from that perspective you need to do what you need to do to grow the business mm -hmm. so that you can set the business up for the future right and we all get into business because we want a better future that's the idea. The biggest thing there is that we need to create and craft our business to deliver what that future is. Mm -hmm. And knowing what that future is, is where you all start from the basis. And I think we get mired down in the frustrations and putting out the fires and doing all these things of day-to-day -day business and management within business that we kind of lose track of why we got in business in the first place. And to me, that's to create the freedoms that you want in your life and to transform those worries and acknowledging sure. what those worries are, acknowledging what you actually want out of your life and creating the wins, the frameworks around that's going to get you there so that you can truly live the life that you want to live. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I have no intention on retiring. I love working, but I love the, the work that I do at this stage because I've set my businesses up is the work that gives me energy, not takes it away. That's right. Yeah, that's it's right. It's the stuff that, that at the end of the day, it's like, wow, I feel awesome. As opposed to at the end of the day, you're kind of like, oh, that was a big one. You know? Yeah. And do I have those days? Sure. We all have those days mm -hmm. as business owners where you're feeling like, whoa, that was a big one. But ultimately, the majority of them are, are it's like, wow, I'm working in my genius zone. I'm, I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. And I've got my systems in place, which are kind of the four P's that we were going to chat about around the idea of making those happen so that I can live the life that I want to live through my business sure. instead of for my business. What would you say, like, um, picking what you do is, is important as well, whatever that business you buy, because you got to love to do it. I mean, I, yeah. again, when you, when I get home, typically I'm thinking about what I'm going to do the next day. I, I, I'm, I'm addicted to, 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 to entrepreneurship, really not it's yeah. the, the money follows. I, I've never been money motivated. It's, it's more of a, um, success motivated and reaching that next goal and the money always followed. Uh, but what would you say to, to an entrepreneur that, uh, uh, what you pick is important, and then how do you stay happy? How do you how do you take that frustration that frustration out and and stay excited about what you do? Well, for me, um, that's that's this idea around you know you have to be passionate, which is another P, I guess mm -hmm. we can talk about. But you know the passion in what you do. Sometimes you know with business owners as as a former broker, you're buying a cash flow, mm -hmm. right? You're buying a cat or you're creating a cash flow because that's the main reason why businesses go down. They don't have the cash flow. That's right? right. So you're either you're either buying a cash flow that's established and you're paying a premium for that, or you're buying like I did with the cleaning company, one that has a poor cash flow at a discount. So you're you have the idea that you're going to create it. Did I love scrubbing sinks, toilets, and urinals? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I knew that was the method to what we needed to do. I knew the vision of what we were trying to do. And I knew what we were doing for our clients and how mm -hmm. much they appreciated what we were doing every day. And that's what I sold on as I went to create the cash flow and all of those sort of things. That was a means to an end because as I was able to build that sort of stuff, I didn't clean as much. I was stepped off that and I was able to get into the things that I truly like within my business. So that portion of my business, the actual physicality of doing that work wasn't mm -hmm. my favorite part, but I was able to create 
the right process that enabled me to move up into my level of genius, which is having the conversations, doing the sales, managing and being a leader within my business so that I could have everybody else underneath that sort of framework, doing what they were best at Mm -hmm. and living in their genius zone and working in their areas of expertise so that we all work together to deliver our promise to our clients. Yeah. I I talked to an entrepreneur yesterday as well, and and it's kind of the, the same thing he's he, he has a trash company which is a great business to be in yeah, um awesome. he's is you know uh you know 17 18 uh, roll-offs and he's getting in the residential and i and i said uh you know we're looking at investing in his company and i said look we got to get you out of the truck because he's still in the truck and i'm like that's there's nothing wrong with that there's no. you know a mechanic that that owns a, a shop he they turn the riches at some wrenches at some point but once they open that shop the, they're a mechanic still but they're a business owner too and you yeah. you you gotta you gotta get out from behind that truck at some point and you know run the business and let somebody else you know drive the truck and that's kind of like what you just said about cleaning the toilets. You, everybody's got to clean toilets. Uh, it's just when can you when when can you stop? Because because yeah. some people stop too early. They they stop cleaning toilets too early. They stop driving the truck too early, and they're like, I'm, I've made it, and they haven't. So there's a you got to know when to when to to get out from under the engine of that car and get into the office and start growing your business. And when is the time to turn wrenches? Yeah, you got it, Jay. And you know when I look at that, it all kind of starts with having the right product, right? So we. Once we align that product or service, in that case, you know, mm-hmm. with with the garbage truck operation, making sure you hone that down and you get it built to a big enough area that you've got some cash flow and things are rolling mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, then you got to develop your processes. And around that, that number two is is process. There's so many processes in our business, and so often they're under managed and underutilized, and not you know they're old processes that don't mean anything anymore. Mm-hmm. So really nailing down some of that stuff that revolves around basically your operations, your marketing procedures, your people, your personnel, you know, all your clients and all those things, nailing down those sure. and then having the right people. And right. I categorize the right people in three different levels. One, the right team. Are Do you have the right team that's actually working together and contributing with your culture to deliver your promise? Sure. The next one is the right suppliers or, you know, anybody else who's, who's, you know, the guy who's supplying you the trucks for the garbage trucks sure. and all the different, you know, all the different things that make come into play. Those are, yeah, are they, are they, are they good partners? Yeah. 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 You know, and then the last one, of course, is having the best and, and your perfect client, right? Mm-hmm. And always be looking to have a better client. And some of your legacy clients, by the way, typically are not your best clients because they may have been good, you know, two iterations of your business mm-hmm. ago before you were growing. But now where you're at at this level, you have to go back and revisit some of those. Sure. And it's the people, the process and the product that drives the product, uh, mm-hmm. the profit, right? And mm-hmm. we talked about the profit earlier. And, you know, from the profit side of things, that's when you can start buying your time back. That's when you can start elevating out of the truck mm-hmm. like your guy, because now I can hire a management team. That's right. And the next thing to do is when you're moving from being the management and the manager, the day-to-day manager, is you're coming up into this leader box. Sure. And when you're in the leader box, it's a different situation. It's more about communicating the goals and more about all that sort of stuff so that you're able to have people underneath you with full accountability so that you're driving, you know, up basically the truck is a turnkey operation now. Yeah, right? yeah. It's a turnkey operation. And that's what we all want as leaders so that we can get our freedom back. Mm-hmm. 
How do you uh, how do you uh, promote to your entrepreneurs on, on hiring and the struggles of hiring in 2021? Oh, the great resignation, they say. <laughs> you know, um, and, and when I look at what's going on here, um, people are leaving their businesses because they don't know the why. Yeah, yeah, it's a leadership issue. Yep, I and agree. When the leader is not telling them, you know, including them, working like. Every week, every meeting, you have to let everybody know why we're doing what we're doing, mm -hmm. what we're doing for the world, what we're doing for our customers, how we're making their life better. And we use this sort of solution around the, the, the framework around, you can put it in your one-liners, you can put it all over your website, all this other stuff. But basically you want to say, what is the problem that you're solving? And then what is your solution that you're offering mm -hmm. so that they can have a better life? Because that's what everybody is buying. Everybody's buying the problem to the solution. You're the authority figure in there in, in the middle supplying the solution. You have mm -hmm. to let them know what that solution is now. You can help them along that journey to have a better life because everybody wants a better life. Whether that's somebody that's working for you, like, like you were just saying, how do we hire? You need to go through that same procedure or whether it's somebody that you're selling to, sure. you need to go through that same procedure. What's the problem they're facing in their current organization if we're trying to hire somebody? What's the solution and how is your business different mm -hmm. and how is their life going to look afterwards and how is it going to be better than they currently are and if you can outline that in your job descriptions and in your marketing pieces when you're putting it out there and in your conversational interviews with the people that you're working with you're going to have a lot more success in bringing on the right fit team member to deliver your promise to your customer that's that, that's incredible advice. And I want I want to step back because I, I talk about mentorship as well because one of one of my uh, best mentors and I've known him since I was in my early twenties. I, I worked with a company with him. And he was the the big dog. Then now we're more colleagues and and we talk all the time. I talk to him. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's from Ontario as well. Um, nice. He lives down here in Atlanta now, but uh, he 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 says process too. So people in the South that don't know what you're talking about, you mean process or process? So I, yeah, I, uh, systems. I, yeah, <laughs> si si systems. systems. That's it. That's it's it. It's not a P, but we can call it systems. That's right. Process, process. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, I, and and I think that me and I probably got on people's nerves a lot, but. I always gravitated of somebody was doing better than me. And it could be in a different industry that was 10, 20 years older than me that been through it. And I wanted to drink coffee with them all the time and yeah. got to have early drinks with them. And if I have a bad day, that's when you really want that mentor. That's when For you sure. really want to be around. There's like, dude, this is normal. You know, this is normal. And I, I feel like it, anybody that I, that I, teach and I'm not I don't own a, a company like yours so I just do it because people walk in and I love talking about it yeah, but it's, that's where I started yeah pick pick a mentor that's that does really well in business and bug them to death man bug them to death because most of them want to help you um and and, and continuously talk to them because it's that's going to keep your spirits up as well but you'll also learn a thing or two on, along the way you might not make the same mistakes they did yeah. And that's the thing, right? The word mistake. So mm -hmm. a mistake is a learning. Mm -hmm. And from that perspective, I've, I've had a lot of mistakes. We've had a lot of failure, mm -hmm. but we've had a lot of wins. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, the people that I coach and the people that I work with, we share those kind of things. We work through those kind of things and discuss them. Ultimately, I'm the coach. I'm not the consultant. And there's a big difference there. You know, if you think about the Olympics, we just got off the Olympics. Or you think about, you know, NFL just started again mm -hmm. uh, and we're rolling through the NFL season or a hockey season, whatever the case is. The coach isn't the person on the ice. The coach isn't the person on the field or mm -hmm. didn't run the race, but they're there right beside them in the guidance to deliver the best future for that athlete. Mm -hmm. And the consultant is a different thing. So if you want somebody to do your marketing for you and you want somebody to post your social, then you hire a consultant. That's generally not a coach. The coach may, if you're, if you're a marketing coach, they may gear you around how to do some stuff and some of the copy around the things and get your mind flowing around what you need to think about and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But they're not the done for you model. The done sure. for you is consulting. Whereas coaching is there, like you were talking about a little bit, as a mentor, That's as right. an accountability sort of thing, at working through these things with you so that you can have a better future within your business. The coach is also looking at it at a different perspective too. They're not yeah. emotionally wrapped up in it. Uh, and and uh, it's it's just a different perspective because you're seeing, and we're taking the analogy of, of, of hockey or football or anything there. Yeah. They are literally looking at it a different angle. So they can see things that you can't see. And we're not, not metaphorically, but literally they're looking at the whole thing different from you. So they can give you different advice sure. on, on how to do it. And it works in business all the time. You yeah. just got to trust the person that you're talking to. I love it. Yeah, that's, I, uh, and that's a big one, Jay, by the way. Mm -hmm. You got to trust the person you're talking to. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So let's go through. Let's go through the the P's, the four P's. I know you've mentioned from. Let's 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 list them out so people can know. And then how can we get a hold of you? Uh, you know, how can somebody that, that wants to be an entrepreneur talk to you? Wants to buy a business? I'm sure you'll 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 talk them to death on that, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, we outlined them already. But you know, just to recap those four P's, think about your product and look at it from. You know, the product, the process, the people and the profit bring you the freedom, right? You so think about all four of these things in sort of this framework. 80% of your current product offering is awesome. 10% sucks. And 10% you need to be looking for continuously. Mm -hmm. You always have to be looking for the next best thing to offer your promise to out, out to your existing clients and to new potential clients, right? So it's time to carve off that low that the old stuff, the stuff yep. that's not working, maybe some of the legacy stuff, or maybe some of the stuff that you've tried, it just isn't sticking. The process, do the very same thing. Look at all the processes in your processes, processes, systems. I got you. In, <laughs> I got you. In your business and do the same thing. Take out the 10% that nobody's using or are useless that you thought you may need, but you don't. Right. And if you don't have these listed, boy, you've got some work to do. Start mm. today and start listing what those processes are so that you can move the, the ball. And if somebody leaves, they're going to be able to take it over right away as opposed to the retraining and all this other stuff. There's mm -hmm. tons there. And then the people, all three of those layers, you should be dashboarding and, and sort of having sort of ideas around who you want to work with for you as your team, you know, with you as your team and making that even better. How can you make that culture? We had a couple of chats about that already. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is your suppliers, these other people, the wholesalers, all those other people that help you create your product. Do you have the best ones? Is it time to get rid of a couple? Is it time to look for a few new ones? Same with customers, mm -hmm. right? Same with customers, yep. creating the ideal customer. Look at your customers and how you how you work these little spreadsheets out. Is, you know, we'll just take a customer. 
you look at your very best customer. This person, you couldn't ask for a better customer. This is your hundred percenter. And then you look at your worst customer, the one that mm -hmm. oozes, that sucks all the, all the energy out of you, that costs sure. you money, that takes your time, all of that sort of stuff. And you list them down, right? Mm -hmm. And then you then you start building your little dashboard. Okay, this is what we need. This is this is what this is what we don't need, and mm -hmm. what's in between. And you're rating your customers based on that. And when you start doing that with your customers, your suppliers, I have I have dashboards for my suppliers, all my suppliers with my shoe stores. It's like here's where they rate, and I show it to them. <laughs> yeah, you you're, might as well know. Yeah, you're number three you right know? now. You need to be and number that's one. What we do with our employees too, by the way. The people that work with us on our team, we show them how they're doing every quarter. Yep, like that's it's, what you need to be doing, right? Yep. And so that when you have the product, the process, and the people in place, all three of those lines of people, then you can create that profit. And the profits, what like I was saying, most entrepreneurs, most business owners, the one thing they want back, and you even said it too, with regards to the idea that you not necessarily totally money motivated as mm -hmm. your number one thing. There's other things around life that you like to do and want to contribute to. Well, what we want to do is we want to have our time back so that we can do that. Sure. No right? doubt. Yeah. So that's, that's what profit can get you. It can buy you back the time because as one of my favorite marketers says, Dean Jackson, there's only 24 hours in the day. You can't buy more and you can't use less. Mm -hmm. There's only 24 hours in a day. You can't buy more and you can't use less. So in that case, all you can really do is buy other people's times to take off some of those frustrations, those management, so long as the accountability is in place and you've set up the right process in order to do that, and you can move yourself up from the management of the business into the leadership portion, then you can start doing some of these other things and really enjoy some of the freedoms along the way. Which is awesome. And you can't enjoy those freedoms unless you bust ass to get there. For sure. That same mentor told me a long time ago, Jay, if you want to be successful, work half half days. I was like, four hours? He's like, no, 12 hours. There's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> and I go, okay, I got you. <laughs> and I mean, I think there's, there's definitely truth to that, especially when you're starting up, right? Yep. Especially when you don't have the team around you. You just have to do it. You have to put in your time. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got to clean toilets first. That's just how it is. I do it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it is. And I'll go back and do it if I have to. And I'll you just build too. it back up. Build it back yep. up. I really appreciate you being on. This has been awesome. Pete, how can we get a hold of you? What's your What's your ideal client? Is there a vertical that you love? Um, you know, uh, emails, website. Yeah. So for me, I work with a lot of uh, business entrepreneurs sort of that are in the, you know, p successful business owners that are already doing well and want to do better. Mm -hmm. And typically that sort of sweet spot is sort of in that $2 million to $10 million range where okay. they have a team of sort of in between seven and 25 people, a uh, lot of insurance, a lot of uh, uh realtors, mm. different uh, realtor teams. I work with retailers too, because I'm of course a, a retailer. So mm -hmm. I've got a lot of retailers that I work with. So lots of, and my background service. So I work with a lot of service HVAC people, different things like that cool. too. So, you know, businesses that, uh, because I have had a variety of different experiences along the way, I can speak to a lot of that sort of stuff. And, you know, the best way to catch me is just search simplifying entrepreneurship you'll reach my site one of the things that uh we're launching next week actually i've got one there already it's take the assessment up in the upper right hand corner of my site but uh, i'm i'm having this new assessment put in it's going to be done by the end of the month here uh at the end of october and 
it's going to, when you take the assessment, which takes about 15 minutes, it will spit you back a report that's between 50 and 60 pages of how you're doing as a leader, how you're doing in your business and what you need to work on, whether you use a coach like me or whether you just have the knowledge of what you need to work on. So you go ahead and do it yourself. Cool. It's a really valuable, re I'm really excited about it. So that's, that's cool. One of the things. I'll take it. I, I'm, I'll go yeah. and take it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, it's, it's really good. I've already seen it, of course, but we're just in the final sort of, um, you know, finalizing, getting it out there, but I expect it'll be out within the next week. I've got one there now, which is good. This new one's going to be really better. good. So yeah, that's good. just on simplifying entrepreneurship, upper right hand corner. And then I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on social Pete yeah. or M O H R is the right spelling of my last name. There you and go. You'll find me all over there too. I, uh, so this is another thing that I love about entrepreneurs. Cause you, you get excited about the things like we're getting it. We got to do assessment. It's oh, going to yeah, be man. awesome. And that's, and we do, we do that over here. We're like, yeah, like we got sure. this, we got this new soundboard in. I'm like, dude, yeah. we got the new soundboard in today. It's, it's, it looks great, <laughs> but it's, it's it's not it's not hung up yet, but it looks great sitting there on the against the wall. But uh, and and oh, I thanks I, thanks for having me on the old soundboard, Jay. There, there. That, I'm sorry. We'll get you. We'll get you back. We'll get you back on here. We'll do it again. Yeah. We'll do it again for sure. I appreciate your time. If you want to uh, hold on after this, uh, we'll we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. We'll chat in private. Thanks, right. guys. Everybody, uh, be kind to each other out there.